some pain, a little bit of gain. I can't remember the last time I felt my legs. It's been a while, for sure. Bush was in office, I think. Bush Sr. He was vice president at the time. I've been biking more or less non-stop since I bought my bike a few weeks ago. Even when I'm not on my bike, I'm biking. I'm like that dog in that YouTube video that runs in its sleep. Who's got two legs and is pedaling 24-7? This guy. I can safely say I've biked more in this month than I have biked in all the years and decades leading up to this month. That is assuming we're not counting the miles I put on that sweet big wheels tricycle I got when I was three, because I put some serious miles on that sucker. Miles in Graham and Pomp's driveway, sure, but miles nonetheless. In the three weeks I've had the bike, I've biked all over Portland. I've biked over bridges, I've biked under bridges. I've biked up and down the east and west esplanades, aka sidewalks next to water. I've biked down to downtown and up to uptown. I've biked to parks, I've biked to the movies. I've biked to Bikini Brew and gotten incredibly depressed. I've biked to Whole Foods and gotten incredibly expensive produce. I've put almost 200 miles on the bike since I bought it. I know this because when I bought the bike, I also bought a bike computer. Because, I mean, of course I bought a bike computer. How could I resist? I'm me. Who's got two legs and likes making elegance more complicated? This guy. To be clear, this $40 bike computer is a computer in the loosest sense of the word. I've seen more complex abacuses. It's a speedometer and an odometer, and occasionally a clock if I can figure out which button to press. There's no GPS, no voice recognition, it doesn't browse the web or have a stock ticker, and I can't watch YouTube cat videos on it. It's also German, which explains its brutal efficiency. I bought the bike computer so I could track how much I've biked. I was always good about getting my oil changed in my old Buick, so I figured once I put a few thousand miles on my bike, I could get my legs changed out for prosthetics. That's how that works, right? Rotate the legs, oil the ligaments, get some new knees? No? Not so much? Hmm. No, the real reason I bought the bike computer is because I like numbers. Statistics are good, and goals are even better. I need goals to keep me going. My average speed on the bike right now is 9.86 miles per hour. Let's get that up! Go, go, go! But, Pat, I'm tired. It's all uphill. Ugh, me. You're the worst. Portland is a fairly flat town, but there are some hills interspersed around town. Legit hill hills. I tend to avoid those hills because, well, hills are the worst. Far more mischievous than the actual hill hills, though, are the stealth hills. The not-really-hills-but-still-uphill hills. Those guys are assholes. They sneak up on you. There's nothing that makes you more acutely aware of a 1% uphill grade on a street than biking up it. Driving up a hill with a 1% grade is unnoticeable. Walking up one is imperceptible. Biking up one? Ugh. Time to look for a new apartment at the foot of the hill. Abandon all hope, ye who bike up Northeast 9th Avenue at Broadway. During my bike shopping adventure, I briefly considered going full Portland and getting a fixed-gear single-speed bike. No brakes, no kickstand, no nothing. There's something beautiful about a fixie bicycle. They are bicycles in their purest form. Until you try to ride one. At that point, you realize, oh, gears, right. Followed soon thereafter by, oh, brakes, those too. Who's got two exhausted legs and needs favorable gear ratios and brakes? This guy.
The bike I settled on is sort of a middle ground between hipsterness and practicalness. It's neither beautiful in its simplicity nor ugly in its complexity. It has gears, but only seven of them. Those seven gears make those 1% hills just a little more bearable and make all the wheezing and dumping water on my head only slightly less stylish. When I bought the bike, and certainly the bike computer, I thought I would need some sort of external motivator to get me to bike more. A goal to meet, a number to reach. Left to my own devices, surely I would throw in the towel, and also the bike, into the river, and just take the bus everywhere. But that hasn't been the case so far. As I've biked about town, I've realized I don't really need numbers to keep me going. Biking itself is keeping me going. Well, that and cheapness. The bus is $2.50 per ride? Seriously, Portland? And as I bike more, it becomes easier to bike. There is already less wheezing now than there was before. That seventh gear, the big hard-to-pedal gear that I thought I would never use, is already less hard to pedal. In fact, it's totally pedalable. Over the past few weeks, I've felt myself becoming better, stronger, cheaper. Pat Rafferty, the not-quite-$2.50 man. Once they're used to this whole everyday-I'm-pedaling thing, I'll feel my legs once again. This I know. That will be a good day. At that point, my metamorphosis into Guy Who Bikes will be complete. Who's got two legs that he can't feel right now and a burn that he can feel all the time that he realizes is actually just his body's way of getting stronger and his wallet's way of being the ultimate motivator? This guy.